It's a great day at Huff Insurance. This call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance. Good afternoon, it's Kelly. Hi, speak to Nancy, please. My intelligence calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingoma. Hold on one moment. Thank you. Joey, I'm so sorry. Nancy, how you doing? We've been playing phone tag forever. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How uh, how are you doing? I'm good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Yeah, they have a lot of it written up. We added to it because their lost soul and their lead warming campaign was 12 months worth, and we've extended it out to be um, a little over three years. Three years? My goodness. That was my good friend Nancy Niccolo over at Huff Insurance in Pasadena, Maryland, and she's talking about how long they stay on people that have decided not to do business with them anymore for whatever. And uh, they call it their Lost Souls campaign. I think that's a little depressing, but um, a little dark, a little moody. But um, yeah, I mean, it works. Um, Three years. Three years. It's a long time. I mean, yeah. Three years. What's the last time you did anything for three years? Besides, I mean, let alone follow up on business that you didn't get the first time around or missed out on the second time. Three years. All right. So I think we, I think I've, yeah. Okay. So the question then becomes, are you giving up too soon? Because after hearing that, you probably might be. And there's obviously a lot that goes into it. It's not something that, you know, if you remember on our previous episode, um, what was the title? I think, how many people are you automatically missing? That was the last episode Nancy was on, and we were kind of talking about this uh, in a little bit detail. We really didn't go. We're going to dive deep on it now. We're going to kind of really get into the thing and uh, and really break it down a little bit more for you. And it's maybe refreshing, maybe rejuvenating, maybe motivating to hear somebody um, who is has a system in place that just automatically stays on people, right? for an extended period of time. But the question that, you know, then becomes is, well, uh, Nancy, that's great. But I mean, honestly, what, how many times are you actually getting in these people's face every, every year? Uh, twice a year at five months and 11 months is when the intervals are. And then at whatever, 11 months, 16 months, it's like a month short of a year and a half and then a month short of a year. Doesn't sound so bad. I mean, you probably just maybe were able to take a, a, a marginal sigh of relief there after hearing only twice a year. I mean, that's it's pretty doable. Almost, it's actually. I mean, not only is it doable, it's almost like, well, hey, why aren't you already doing this? I mean, twice. You know, listening to Nancy just kind of simplify it. I mean, it sounds kind of harmless. And, you know, she's saying, all right, it's like uh, five months and then 11 months. And then Nancy and I are both mad at, bad at counting months, uh, whatever, 16, 14, whatever the, whatever that split is, they get you to, you know, just under those frequencies. 
But again, it's it's not rocket science. I think you build it up. You hear Nancy at the beginning of the show say, well, this thing goes on for three years, and you're thinking, my goodness, you've got cars parked outside their house, and you're really just kind of surveilling it. You're, you're doing you know, kind of a full data footprint on them, and, and uh, you know what, they buy a bed, bath, and beyond, and all this good stuff, and you think, man, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I'm up to that task. I don't know if I can do that. And it's really just, it's not any of that. It's just, hey, um, we're just going to remember that you exist as a human being. And we may or may not attempt to communicate something possibly engaging, possibly helpful, maybe even a little funny during that process of us remembering that you are still a human being and possibly capable of buying insurance from us. I think that's it. And when you don't make it, you know, more than that, it becomes a whole lot easier to execute because, again, like we had mentioned in the previous episode with Nancy, how many people are automatically missing episode, uh, I can't remember, Uh, one, hold on, I'll find it, hold on, I'm going to find it. Uh, episode 156, how many, that's actually not 156, it's episode 6 here in Agency Nation, uh, officially 156 in insurance in your words, history for all of you um, aficionados that go into the deep cuts. Um, I don't know where I was going, I got sidetracked. Once you realize that it's not this overwhelming thing that is going to be, uh, you know, impossible, this immovable mountain, it's a lot easier to actually get started. Now, Nancy, I gotta know, what kind of, how are we hitting these guys? What what type of formats, what are we doing when? Just no, 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 no. And it goes three. out different, like one will be a postcard, the next will be an email, the next one will be a handwritten letter, the next one will be a postcard, the next one will be an email. So it's not like they're getting, every two weeks they're getting something, no. All right, emails, postcards, handwritten letters, maybe a telegraph, I don't know. It seems like, again, they're just mixing up the different touch points and deciding, hey, listen, we know that, you know, just constantly hitting you with an email, open this, please, open this, please, this is probably important, you want to read this, open this, please. Outside of doing that, they're, you know, thinking, well, maybe let's just let's just not bang our head against that wall over and over again. And let's, you know, actually send some different things because, you know, you might be catching them off guard. You know, they just might be looking for something different. They see the postcard, they see the letter, they see the email, and they're like, oh, hey, they're at least trying to confuse me. And again, I, I'm, I, feel, I feel somewhat, you know, I don't know what the word would be. They, they might appreciate the fact that, again, that you did not forget that they are a human being uh, if you approach it in this way. And again, it's not now, all right, having systems in place to, you know, deliver the postcard, deliver the handwritten note, whether it's a actual handwritten note or a, a kind of a cheating handwritten note, a, a fake handwritten note. If you have the systems in place to do this, and I'm not sure, um, yeah, I think, I know, I think, I think Nancy, they're using agency revolution possibly, I think if I remember correctly, but I know, um, you know, a company like Rocket Referrals is big on, you know, the, the handwritten, the cards and things like that. And they also have the ability to deliver such things. So, you know, investing in the right systems that don't allow you to, uh, or that, that do allow you to kind of remove some of that administrative work, um, 
it was important. And so let me just, if we just, just real quick, like 30 seconds on this. I do think this is important, right? Because there is, whether it's an older generation or I don't know if it's necessarily an age gap, but there is a certain set of agents who don't value the the headspace that certain tasks, low value tasks occupy, such as writing and addressing envelopes or whatever, right? Um, yeah, okay, maybe you train somebody in your office to do it for maybe about the same amount of money that a rocket referrals would do. Um, but again, I do think that if we are ultimately going to get our agencies to a place that is going to be able to accumulate scale, we need to be better at leveraging these these systems and technologies to kind of again just really gather up more more of that headspace for us to do it, use it on higher level thinking. But that that's over. I'm just gonna off I'm off that soapbox. The most important question, though, and we don't ask it enough. I'm surprised at how little people ask this question, but we're gonna ask it right now, Nancy. How many people have you actually closed in this whole process, and is it actually working? They will track it. Jerry tracks it. Our our lost souls was our highest closing ratio last year, and that was like at seventy nine percent. So, of the lost souls that we requoted, we re, we ended up getting back seventy nine percent of them. Wow, it's got the highest closing rate. I mean, I definitely didn't expect that. I mean, I really didn't expect that. Um, wow. Highest closing rate, 79%. Of anything that they do, it had the highest closing rate. It's insane. So, um, all right. So I guess we could just stop right now and you can go get working on your Lost Souls campaign because um, it's probably it's probably a good idea. So, I, I mean, the numbers are speaking for themselves here. I'm just going to um, pretend like I have something important to say about them because, I mean, I feel like, you know, 10 minutes isn't really enough for a podcast. Got to at least cross like the 12 or 13 minute mark, in my opinion. So uh, we'll, we'll do our best. No, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I think um, working from an extreme state of sleep deprivation too, for the record, uh, just so manage and deal with that. Um, the numbers speak for themselves. Why does this work? Well, I don't know. I mean, I could, I guess I, I don't know if I asked Nancy that question. I don't know if that is going to be the next episode. I might've listened ahead a little bit, but I honestly can't remember. Um, if I, if I had to say, so why is this working, right? Why is this the highest, um, you know, close ratio? Well, one, there's a good chance that there's already a familiarity with the, you know, the Huff insurance brand, whether they have already previously done business with them before. So they've already crossed that threshold and gone back. So it's easier to come over onto that side again. If you've already been there, you know, the layout, you kind of like what's going on. That's probably one thing. The other thing is, is that if it's somebody that they never did business with, um, they're probably again, just remembering that they are alive, just showing up is so much harder than you think. Just remembering to do that thing is going to separate you from 99, probably maybe 95, I don't know, percent of all the other agents that you are competing for that business with. Just to do it 
over and over again. Yeah, everyone might do it for the first six months. Yeah, some more are gonna do it, a few less are gonna do it for the year. And then you get into year two and, and really it's probably a graveyard. I would say, you know, year, year and a half, you've pretty much separated yourself from the pack. Jerry and Nancy over at Huff Insurance, they're going out three years. So they're the only ones talking to these people from that, you know, from basically we'll say six to 12 months on. And they're just constantly always there saying, hey, oh, by the way, we're just being really cool, helpful human beings and in insurance. And if you ever need us, we're still here for you. And that's why it works. Much like this is the whole notion of where we come to with the idea of why you need to create content is because it allows that same process to happen before they're even ready to buy, right? That familiarity that you're just staying in touch, you're just constantly giving them something, you're just always there, you're there where nobody else is. And then by the time that they are actually ready or need to do something or make a switch, you're the only one that's left standing. And I don't think it can be underrated or underestimated. I just, I think that's it. I think that's what it is. Survival of the fittest, if you will. You're the last man, woman, person standing. And it, it sounds probably too easy, right? Just a little smidge, too easy, but... I can't remember some successful, I want to say football player, professional athlete of some kind. I'm pretty sure it's football. Um, was just talking about coaching, right? He's like, you know, listen, I don't, you know, I don't think I'm anything special. All I did was show up and did what you guys tell, told me to do, right? That's all I did. And it worked. And I was good. I followed what you told me to do. So important, right? Just whether it's listening to yourself, listening to somebody else, just remembering to do the thing that you're supposed to do, that somebody's telling you to do over and over and over again is going to lead somewhere, probably good. If not, I mean, worst case scenario, slightly above mediocre is probably what you could be aiming for, which isn't bad. I mean, I'm not saying that I wish, you know, mediocrity upon anybody, but still not bad. The end of the day, you're probably giving up too soon. You're probably just saying, hey, yeah, it was a good run. We had fun while it lasted, but I'm on to bigger and better things. My eyes are wandering, and there's a lot of other people that are vying for my insurance attention, and I don't have time for you. Refocus on some of that maybe, and I think you just might like where you'll end up. Have you ever just gotten something like in your head that you want and or need, just got the urge, like you just have the craving and whether or not you can actually do it or not, you just, oh, I just, I gotta do this thing. And I got, I got one of those happening right now. So um, last time, last episode, I think it was just, I think I went, no, last time we talked about snow and driving. Two episodes ago, talked about re some recommendations, went some straight music recommendations, uh, talking about my love affair with music. And if you have not, speaking of music recommendations, uh, if you haven't watched uh, the episode of uh, my latest vlog that I posted yesterday, um, huge, 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 like honestly one of the most favorite bands I have discovered in a long time, and they happen to be like right in my hometown, Ohio Sky, uh, used one of their tracks in that video, so if you haven't watched it, uh, Welcome to Your New Insurance World is the title of that, go check that out, uh, but... 
um, I kind of got the hankering to play me some piano. I don't have a piano, and it's kind of upsetting me right now. I really need a piano, and I've been looking at them, and apparently they're really expensive, which is depressing. Just like even like one of those little rinky-dink stand-up ones, like a nice one. It's like six grand or something. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's not a lot of piano dealers, so I haven't... Every time I try to like really dive into some piano researching to buy one, I get interrupted. So six grand is like just a number I have in my head. I'm like, man, that sucks. Um, but I think I need to buy a piano soon, and they're really heavy. And that's kind of another deterrent of, of how that whole situation is going to be getting in the house. But uh, I just, I really have the urge to play some piano. Now, do I play the piano is probably the first question. Um, a little bit. That's actually the first instrument that I learned to play way back when, when I was in fifth or sixth grade. And I hated it. Um, I just wanted to play baseball and other sports instead. And my mom made me do it. Um, and now I'm kind of, I just, I want to play. I don't have a piano. Maybe I might go buy like a, like a, actually like a halfway decent keyboard as like kind of a intermediary sort of situation. I'm just curious, joey at agencynation.com. Is there a thing that you just kind of like, man, I just, I feel the urge, I feel the craving, whether or not the ability is there, just kind of this desire to do something. And man, I just kind of want to noodle on the, tickle the ivories, noodle on the keys. That sounded weird. Um, but yeah, I just want to do it. And um, so keep you updated on that. But I'm more curious as to kind of what gets stuck in your brain and, and as the overall kind of ambition and the things that, that you want to do that, you know, maybe there's a gap in your skill set and your knowledge, and, but you just kind of feel this desire to do the thing. Kind of want to know what that is for you. I think it would be fun. Let me know. Joey at agencynation.com. Or you can, you know, basically find me anywhere on social media at Joey Jingola. On Twitter, um, Facebook.com slash or Facebook Messenger, LinkedIn Messenger. Honestly, just find some sort of platform to email me or communicate with me. I would like to know uh, what that thing is for you.